0: Nedarim, Daf, Nun, Aleph, the last thing we're discussing was the relationship between Rabbi and Ba Kappara. We talked about how he didn't want to invite him to the wedding because he would make him laugh. And then he, he, there was the whole funny story how he put a basket gun said his and he said to him, you owe me 40 uh, grivet of wheat and he left. And with that, we're going to continue that uh, relationship between Rabbi and Ba Kappara. And we're going to start nun aleph amud aleph five lines in the last two words on line amar lebar kapara now we're on the sixth line. So amar lebar kapara the brateh the rebi bar kapara the rebi's daughter lemahashatena hamra berikuda de abuchtam drinking wine at your uh, your at the party and your father's going to dance in front of me de deimach and your mother's going to make uh, all these noises. Ben El asa de Hava. Ben Al-Asa el- was the son-in-law of Rabbi. he was very rich. Rabbi. And they were all invited to the wedding of Rabbi Shimon. And Amar Kapar the Rabbi, and Bakapar said at the wedding, what does Ta'aibah I mean? My Ta'ibah. So called the Amar the Rabbi, whatever Rabbi was telling him, Hu whatever explanation Rabbi gave for Ta'iba, Bar uh, Kapar knocked it out. Amaleh, so Rebbe told Barak Parah, "Okay, Pashat you explain it to me." Amaleh, Barak Parah said, "Rebbe, Tete David, Davidhu, Tirmi, Lina Tla, let your wife come and give me and pour me a glass of wine." And Atat uh, Ramya, she came, she gave him wine. Amaleh, Rebbe Kume called Lidei Amalach, I get up and dance, and I'll tell you. And some say he was just being sarcastic; he didn't really get up and dance. Hachya this is what the Torah meant by T'vayba you're Maybe you're mistaken with it. Meaning you're leaving, uh, a person leaving his wife, he's going to zahar. it's a mistake. After the same story with another, What's table? The Pasuk says that a, a woman who's with an animal, it says it's The so <speaking in Hebrew> Same thing as before least so he said do the same uh, do the same thing as before your wife should pour me wine you dance I'll tell you abad uh, and and I'll tell you exactly what table means so he did it and when the pasuk says table it's asking a question. questionn yeshba, is there any uh, spice to this uh, is there anything that comes out good of this uh, this be out an animal? Is this so special? Is it so different? And not different that a woman is leaving her husband and going to an animal? And the Shitame it explains that what's tablin, it's it's mixed, like spices are mixed into the food. It's mixed up, this uh, this type of relationship. And what does zima mean? So So Bakapara told uh, Rabid, whatever we did before, uh, wine, uh, his wife poured the wine, and he danced, and he did that, and Bakapara explained, what does Zima mean? Zomahi, what is this? So now, The son-in-law couldn't take this anymore. Him and his wife got up, and they left the Saudah. He was a rich guy. He couldn't handle his father-in-law being disgraced. So now, by the way, my ben who who is this ben Asa that he was so rich? How do we know that he was so rich? Tanya, lo lechinam pizer ben ben didn't just waste his money for no reason. The only reason he spent so much money is ela learot gadol. He wanted to show everyone what the haircut of a Kohen gadol is. The Kohanim gadolim would cut their hair like spelt in a way where each hair was uh, was reaching the base of the hair in front of it. And Tana Kin The Brahita says the haircut of the Kohen Gadol all is like a Lulyanit. My Lulianit. So Amar Vudat is patahidata. It was a unique haircut. Hai kidami had it look like so amaraba or so shall ze betsataika. Each hair ended up by the base of the hair next to it. And that's the haircut of the Kohen gadol. Next If a person vowed that he's not going to eat Tafshil, he's allowed to eat the Widla Tarmutza. Tarmutza. What does that mean? So Amash Moel... Kara karkusai. It's a type of uh, pumpkin from a place called karkusai. It doesn't get cooked well, that's why it's not caught of shil. Rabasheh Amar, Delat Timunaber imit. It's a uh, pumpkin that has been buried in ashes, that it doesn't get cooked much. Etiverabina, the Rabasheh Rabina has a question to Rabasheh. Look, Rabine Khamiao Mer, Delat Aramit, he delat The Arami pumpkin is the Egyptian pumpkin. And it is kilaim. I mean, you know how they crossbreed, uh, planted, cr- crossbreed it. Aim with the uh, Greek pumpkin, which is a totally different type of pumpkin. And it's also kilaim, haremutsah. It's also kilaim of the with the remutsa pumpkin. It sounds like remutsa is uh, is a type of place, and it's not a, a pumpkin that was heated up in ashes. And it's a tiyuvta. And Rav Ashi who said uh, remutza is if it was uh, if it was buried in ashes, that, uh, meaning it wasn't fully cooked. Next Mishnah hanoder mimaase kedera for that I'm not going to eat anything made in a pot and asualem mimaase retahta. He's only not allowed to eat things that were cooked with flour or with bread that's soft, something that was made with really really hot uh, water. However like any time if he said vow I'm not going to eat anything that went into a pot and then he is not allowed to eat anything that is made in a pot and the gemara starts Tanya hanodemin hayored if a person he's not going to eat anything that went into a pot pass he's not allowed to eat anything that went into a pot. pass leil pass is more like a frying pan shekvari arad like dera kodedem she yored leil pass because it goes into a pot before it goes into this frying pan. That was the way they cooked. They first put things in the pot and uh, they they boiled it and then they they took it out and they put it in the frying pan. So that is considered something that went down into a pot. If someone said, If someone vowed that he's not going to eat anything that went into the pot, then he's allowed to eat what went into into the pot because some things that go into a pot don't go into the frying pan. However, a person said, I will not eat anything that was made in the, in the pot. He's allowed to eat things that were made in the frying pan, because when it went into the frying pan, it wasn't done, it wasn't made. Same idea, if someone vowed that he's not going to eat something that was made in the frying pan, he's allowed to eat whatever was made in the pot. He's not a deen. If someone vowed he's not going to eat anything that went down into the oven, the only thing he's asur is to eat bread. Because going down into the oven, you only say about bread. If he said anything that's made in the oven is asur to me, then he's not eating anything that was made in the oven. Next, Mishnah. A person vowed from food that are pickled he's only uh, prohibited from eating vegetables that are pickled. If a person said I'm not tasting anything pickled then then he's not allowed to eat anything that's been pickled including things that are not vegetables. from foods that are partially cooked he's only not allowed to eat meat that is partially cooked. However, shaluk shanito em. If he said, "I'm not going to taste anything that's partially cooked," asur becholah shalukim. Then he's not allowed to eat anything that is partially cooked. And the Gemara a question. Amar le Rav Avah be'ed Rav Aviyah le Rav So Rav asks a question to so Rav Avash. Amar dechevish ma'if. If a person said, "I konam anything that is." Uh, pickled the shalik my things that are partially cooked that salim or he vowed uh, things that are roasted the maliah my things that are salted what would be the halakha hechin mashma what does those words mean when a person says the khvish, is it like hakavush or is it uh, something different meaning are you only a sur, uh, pickled vegetables or are you sure on, every, uh, on everything and the uh, gemara ends tibae it's like uh, the nedarim version of tiko we are not sure what he meant therefore the question stands next mishnah if a person said, he vows min ha from roasted food, and asur elam min ha shal basar, he's only roasted from meat that has been roasted, devreted b'yehuda. Tzali shani to'em, if a person said, I vow I'm not going to taste roast, asur b'chol ha-tsalim, anything that has been roasted, that he's not allowed to eat, min ha-maliyah, salted, and asur elam min maliyah shal dag, only salted fish, maliyah shani to'em, then asur b'chol ha Then anything that has been salted, he's not allowed to eat. Next case, dag, dagim shani, if a person said dag as in singular form, dagim as in many, if a person said he's not going to taste that, then asur ben gedolim ben he's not allowed to eat, whether it's one big fish or it's a lot of small fish, ben Melohim, whether they're salty, ben tefilim ro, ben alive, ben mevushalim, or they're cooked, they're all part of fish and it's asur. However, umutar betari terufa, but he is allowed uh, with this tarit fish that has been cut up into many pieces because it, it, when you say dag, dagim, it sounds like if they're complete fish, not if they're chopped up pieces same thing with the brine mixed uh, with, with with fish guts and oil and and things like that. That's not a complete fish. However, hanoder if a president vowed that he's not going to eat this mixture of uh, big fish, small fish, cut up and mixed together. And therefore, he'd be asur bit tariit terufa. He'd be asur with this cut-up uh, However, mutar bet sirub murias. He's allowed to eat the brine and the murias. All these are mixed uh, or chopped up uh, fish with, uh, with fish guts. And therefore, he'd be mutar because... Sahana has a uh, full fish, and this does not. Hanoder mitarit terufa, if a person vows from the tarit that is uh, chopped up, asur betsiru murias, now let not allowed to eat uh, the brine and the murias, because they're part of chopped up uh, fish. Now, the Gemara starts, Tanya Rabi Shimon ben Elazar dag sheani to'em asur bigdolim. If a person says, fish I'm not going to taste, then he's talking about the big fish. Umutar He's allowed small fish. If he said the word daga, then Then he's not allowed to eat small ones, but he's allowed to eat the big ones because daga sounds like small ones. Dag Then he would be asur ben Bigdolin, ben biktanim because that covers all fish. And the Amma Lira Papala Bayem, he dag shanitoim gadolu. How do I know if someone says I'm not going to taste a dag? He was talking about a big fish. Dikhtiv says Bayona, Vaimana Shem dag gadolivlo at Yona. Shem set up a big fish to swallow Yona. So you see the word dag means a big fish. But the Gwess says, wait a second. Yona prayed from the insides of the dagger. It sounds like Daga is also a big fish. It looks like that the big fish spat him out. And a smaller fish swallowed him. And even though if it's swallowing you or not, it's also big. But since it's smaller than the first fish, then you could call it Daga. Ela you have to say, that the fish as in uh, plural, that were in the Yeor, all died by the makav dam in Egypt. So the Gemara asks, Ketanim gedolim no metu. What are you going to say that the small fish died, the big fish didn't die? Ela, you have to explain that daga, mashmag gedolim mashmag means both. Ubindarim bnei adam. And when it comes to vowels, you have to go what the majority people, what's commonly used. And by the, the majority of people, dag means big, daga means small. Next, we learn the Mishnah, if a person vowed not to eat a tzahana, which is a, ch- a chopped up fish and, and regular, a complete fish, he's allowed to eat the, the tzir and the murya. So, amadera binadera vashay. If a person said I'm not going to eat a tzahana, it sounds like a lot of tzahana, What does that mean? Is he including the seer and the muryas, the the brine and all the cut-up mixtures of uh, fish, guts and oils? Is he including that or not? And the gemara ends off, it's a takeover. We're not sure what he meant by that. When he said, does he mean sahana or does he mean he's coming to include other types of uh, mixtures of fish? And we'll stop right here.